Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connor Rose, and this is the Nerd at Gods Podcast, episode 153. Joining me, as always, Daniel Neverly. What's up, Connor? What's up, gamers? What's up, Daniel? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. A little tired. A little tired. Tie-tie. Yeah, a little tie-tie. Trying to, you know, play as many games as I can. Take a nap. I'll just I'll just do the show. You just sleep in the chair. Right there. I don't you gotta take be naps. on camera though. I don't take naps though. No, it ruins my happen. my my bad sleep schedule. It ruins it more sure, if sure. I were to take Fucks a nap. It up way more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't I can't take a nap. Yeah. I hate that when you get in that schedule and it's like you're sleeping like you know six hours when you're supposed to be sleeping, and then you're like taking a nap at some point, and it's just like yeah, gross. It messes it up. Messes it up. Yeah, man. Daniel, I wanted to go over our fantasy critic a little bit. Oh yeah, let's go. The, the people won't be able to see this, but that's okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, we can yeah. visual. We'll, 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 we will paint the picture for them. Yeah. Do it with your mind, people. Do it mm-hmm. with your mind. Nonetheless, uh, uh, last year's is over. I won. Thank you, everyone. And clap. Is this why you want to do it? Because yeah, I just wanted to pat myself on the back. Really, that's it. What about what about the the previous year? <laughs> what what previous year? Yeah, there was a previous, previous year? year. What are you talking about? <laughs> That was a it was a tight race. It was, was a tight race this year until like tight. a few, you know, you had a, you had a few pickups. I'm sorry, I guess it would be technically last year, but you had a few pickups that really kind of put you over the edge. Yeah, um, and then you really got ahead of me. Um, but it was a really tight race for a long time. Yeah, the moves throughout the year helped me out. Neon White, Immortality, mm-hmm. like Last of Us remake. I'm looking at it, like that was a big one. Return to Monkey Island. Yeah, you had, you had some good pickups right at the end of the year. Yeah. But this year, Daniel, this year's looking tough. Yeah, because there's a lot of people in our. What, how many people have we got in here? I think we have seven people in our league. Okay, we have seven. Uh, I think we in our also league. had seven last year. Did we? Yeah, I thought uh, we had Tucker, one actually this year. Oh yeah, no, because right. Tucker and but Tucker also didn't really participate too much. It sure. seems like everyone's going to participate this year, so it's going to be even more games that we need to pick up. We'll see. Because um, last year, what ended up happening was it just ended up being a race between me and you. <laughs> everyone pays attention in like january no, sloan right? i mean sloan did his sloan sure 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 but he was getting used to playing it now sims i think it's a little be... bit but then yeah. who, who shout out to sims got a got a massive 23 points last year <laughs> what the fuck? we'd let that guy on this show just let that sink in <laughs> 23 it's like yeah were you try, were you trying to do that bad you know what i mean but whatever god of war got me 20 something points she shit together um just tiny hands you know what i mean <laughs> uh but nonetheless this year so you were the first you of course picked up Legend i got of Zelda, the first draft tears pick, of the kingdom yeah. smart move uh yeah i think it's uh, i think that game I feel like that's the guaranteed 90 you know yeah, what I, mean? I, I would say that. I mean, Forza are guaranteed. We can nightmare. kind of, yeah. See, that's also my second pick. I think if we can, we can unveil just a little bit of like, what are going to be the highest reviewed games this year? Sure. Now that we did the draft already, I can kind of tell you. So I think the three highest reviewed games that are going to be this year, uh, I, I'll do four, top, the top four, and okay. I think I have, I'll do top five, okay. and I think I have three of the five. I'm wow. going to be honest with you. Putting yourself up. If there, you look right? at my top three. I think those are going to be three of the highest reviewed games this year. And the okay. other two that I don't have, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Diablo 4. I think those are the next Did two Diablos high. review that highly? I guess I don't Always. know what those are. Are they? Yeah. Always. Um, Diablo 3 is, you know, that game had a weird launch. It was like that auction house was really weird. It had like that bug on PC that was kind of, you know, people hard to play. But that game reviewed extremely well. And Diablo 4 is going to review extremely well. Um, but... The other one that I have on there, my number three, 
Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah. The game's gonna be massive. I think that game's gonna review better than the first game. What's the first one at? I think it's at a ninety. At ninety? Okay. Yeah. You probably will get pretty high on that one too. Yeah, and that's and you're right. I think Forza that's probably they they always hit. yeah those are always really highly rated. And then what else do you got? You got Sea of Stars on here, mm-hmm. which that's the prequel to the Messenger, right? Yes, that's, that's that the one. Messenger. Yeah, so that'll probably be pretty high. I think so. And then you want Company of Heroes three, which mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with. It's a it's a uh, strategy game, but with like modern like military or kind of World War Two ish military stuff. Okay. Um, it's a it's a pretty popular series. And then you went Assassin's Creed Mirage. I think mm-hmm. it's your riskiest pick. It definitely is the riskiest one. Yeah. I kind of looked at what Assassin's Creed generally do, and I think they review slightly higher than I think people think that they do. Are they like um, mid-80s? Yeah, they're yeah. like mid to low 80s, and I think people would assume it's a little lower than that. So I'm like, I think this game, because it's going to be different than, uh, we'll talk about <laughs> Ubisoft here in a minute, but I think this game is going to be different than the typical open world because this is going to be a little closer to what we want for assassin's creed so i think this will review pretty well yeah i think that combat's just gonna have to be like really tight really on point yeah yeah and then your last one was homeworld 3 which i'm also not familiar with yeah it's a like a space strategy game okay okay good team put together thus far yeah i think think that 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 zelda put you over the end yeah someone said i think zelda should have got the pick first but you know that's just so it's random i do random every year (laughs) I just wanted Tears of the Kingdom. That's it. That's it. Okay. I think everyone did. <laughs> Any worries with Tears of the Kingdom? No. No. Okay. Absolutely not. No. I think the no. only worry is the, the Switch holding it back, right? Did that hold Xenoblade back from reviewing very well? It's, sure. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it did. Yeah. It, it, it holds some things back. I am worried for like myself, you know, for playing it maybe a little bit, but for reviews, no. Yeah. Every Zelda's in the 90s yeah so. i think skyward scored at like a 91 so whatever <laughs> every hard. mainline zelda that fucking nintendo pump because that game sucks all right no, <laughs> and it that game's awful that game is no it's that not. game is pure bad did you play it <laughs> it's i have it i don't, <laughs> don't tell me that it's not that bad the the nick nick was up next he got some yep. good ones he got resident oh Evil did Fortnite. you want to do my counter picks real quick oh yeah your counter picks were thirsty suitors and then planet of lana which was one of mine we'll, we'll get into mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thirsty suitors i think you're risking it there i don't know i counterpicked see what was tough was that there were so many good games this year mm-hmm. uh and i'm like my thought process behind counterpicking we're kind of you know behind the curtains is i'm gonna take a risk with counterpicking you know i'm mr indie i love playing my indie games i play them all the time but i'm gonna go for the counterpick the indie because it's a little mr. more risky. Indie, that's what they call you yeah, yeah mr indie thirsty suitors though i could see that being the neon white for annapurna this year Mm, i don't know though yeah i don't know if it'd be that high right but like yeah you know, that game looks very good to me and i played the it does look good it was very fun but uh it, i mean yeah, I don't know. there wasn't much to counterpick yeah no counterpicks were very tough this year for people that don't know counterpicks are picks that you you pick from the other teams you got to pick one game from the other team and that locks it into their team and that's the, that'll give you minus points if it gets anything above a 70 and then plus points if it gets anything below a 70 and then Planet of Lana, Planet of Lana, I'll get into why I picked that, but it could be a risk. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Beautiful I, I, I had style. to pick something, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited for both those games, to be honest. It's not like I, I'm not counterpicking maliciously. No, you hate I'm just, them. You can't play them now. Spy them. Locked Spy. it in, you can't play them. Nope. 
Nope. Absolutely. You not. have to. I don't, I don't want to play him. Why would I want to play him? Why would you? Trash. Why would you? Uh, Nick's picks. We'll just go over them real quick. Resident Evil 4 remake. Very good. I feel like it's another nine year bug, yeah. probably. I think Nick, that was a solid second choice there. Yeah, that that would have been that would have been my first pick if he had not taken it already. And that armor core, probably pretty solid. The only I question with that is very, if it comes out this year. Yes, I think it's a very good pick. It's just the the fact that is armor core actually releasing. Yeah, I mean it's it, they're saying it is, and this is the second from team, so they've been working on something since Sekiro, like. That's a few years, and they pump games out relatively quickly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised with either way, right? Is it, if yeah. it comes out and if it gets delayed, right? So it's just kind of one of those. From from generally doesn't delay. Yeah, they did with Elden Ring, but it was only like a month. Um, but yeah, they generally don't delay. So if they're saying this year, I would assume so. And then he picked up replaced, which looks very good. I think that's a solid mm-hmm. choice. Probably get some points yeah. on the board there. Again, will it come out though? You know, with the whole Ukraine situation going sure. on. It yeah. could also just be it looked cool, but not really hit. Sure, yeah. There's a lot of those, right? Learn last it happens year, a honestly. Lot. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of those, yeah. And then Trek to Yomi, up, it really hurt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summerville, someone picked up. That was that ended up being a bad choice, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and then he got thirsty suitors. Then he got Tekken Eight. Tekken Eight. I feel like that. That's also one might not. I'll come think out. of the release. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And he picked that Bayonetta Origins game, which I counterpicked mm-hmm. that one. Because I don't think sure. that game looks very good. But I don't I like know. The could, could pick. And then he picked up <laughs> Skull and Bones, which is just where Nick dropped the fucking ball. But. He dropped the ball there. And I like how we, I think we locked Nick into uh, more picks than anyone else, which, yeah, which might be a little I, it, bullying on the Nerd God's part. I think but between, whatever. actually, I think Chris has more. Does he? Okay, we'll get to I that. I think Chris has actually more, yeah. Yeah, then his counterpicks were Assassin's Creed Mirage and then Wolong Fallen Dynasty. I think those the are Wolong bad counterpicks. Pick. The Wolong <laughs> pick's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really... He's going to get hurt. It's his first time playing, it'll be fair. It is. So, uh, yeah, he's enough. He seems to be... He, he understands the game, so we'll see. Well, I mean, he it definitely needs... pays attention to video games, so he should yeah. be... He'll be all right. We'll see how he plays out throughout the year. Then my picks. My first pick was Final Fantasy uh, sixteen. Got a strong Solid. feeling about that one. I feel like all the previews and trailers are so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what we're looking at. I'm not going to say guaranteed 90, but uh, I think 88. High. Yeah, 88. 87, right 88. There. Yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking. And my second pick, because it was still available, was Starfield. Yeah. Now, yeah, I wasn't worried when I picked up Starfield, but I'm listening to all these podcasts go over their fantasy critics, and everyone's just shitting on Starfield. Everyone's like, you know what crazy it is? for sticking, picking Starfield. I'm like, you people have no respect. You have no faith in Todd Howard. No, like, you you no, guys have – what is wrong with you people? Like, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you what it is, what and is it? it's it's a problem that I have overall with the media industry for video games is the – I don't know the right words to, to put it, but there is a, a, a slant and a slight that, that everyone does to Xbox all the time with any Xbox thing. And it just, it, it like people just, it, it seems like it's always, oh, it's an Xbox game. Uh, and it, it always seems to just kind of like get kind of tossed aside and people praise like Nintendo and Sony way more. Um, so anything, it, it just, it always seems that way. You and don't think just, they'd be getting this if, say, the Xbox purchase never happened? You don't think uh, Starfield would be getting that slant? Not as heavy, I would say. No, I feel like I, I feel like Starfield. It's because of Cyberpunk. That's entirely possible too. Yeah, yeah. The, Cyberpunk you know, definitely the, changed the, 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 the way. last sci-fi giant first-person RPG. You know, coming out very buggy. Even though that game was fucking great, but. Yeah. 
and they gave it a 91 on fucking open critic so it's yeah. like all right guys whatever but yeah i think a lot of it comes from starfield i think a lot of people think it's gonna come out buggy and i think you know like a lot of Bethesda games already are and sure surely new engine gonna, though yeah there's gonna be bugs i mean there's, there's yeah it's a new engine. <laughs> it, like i'm not doubting there's gonna be bugs i just think we're all gonna look past that like this is a team that has made high 90 games before multiple yeah. high 90 games before they have three with fallout 3 oblivion and skyrim you know what i mean i think fallout 4 is you know fallout as, 4 is that like a 85 84, or whatever or something 85, like that? 85. Yeah. like people I mean, like are kind great. of mixed ish on that right yeah. and it's like that game reviewed well <laughs> i don't like the revisionist history we do with fallout 4 like people no, act like that's like, like a bad game and i'm like i tell what you what are you guys talking about we all loved that game when it came out yeah i tell you this all the time there is way too much revisionist history with reviews because yeah, it happens all the time it happened. The one I always bring up to you is Halo Four. <laughs> it's Halo yeah. Four. When that game came out, everyone loved it, mm -hmm. and now everyone hates it because whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But nonetheless, I mean, I'm look. Starfield in my mind is the, it will not get below an eighty, and I think there's potential yeah. for it to be in the nineties. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, New IP. Yeah, and I'm hoping it hits there. My next pick was a risky one: Horizon Call of the Mountain. I feel like that sure. game previewed really well, and people were talking very highly about it when they all came out of actually playing it. But I don't know. Maybe it hits. Maybe it comes out, and it's like high 70s. I can see that. But I could also yeah. see this ending up being like a high 80. What I would say to, to you is that you probably could have just waited. I don't know if you needed to take that as your third pick. I feel like someone would have taken it just because it's the Horizon name. And I wanted yeah. it on there just yeah. for the, uh, the risk of it, if I'm being honest. You know, yeah, because sure. there is a potential here where it's like, holy shit, this is the next big VR thing that changed the game for VR. You know what I mean? And if it is that, then it could be very high. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it is a, a a pretty good pick. I just, like I said, I don't know if uh, as your third pick, I think you might have been able to wait. But with who's in our group, I feel like one of them might have taken it. But I don't know. Sure. And then my next pick was Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp. I had this last year, and I still <laughs> fucking want it. God damn it. You know so you what I mean? Pick it again. I'm picking it again. I want it. It better fucking actually come out this year. <laughs> better. This game's just done. And Tesla just got this on a shelf somewhere. They're like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's done. It's ready to go. Until Putin says something else, and then it's fucking like, oh. Putin. It's going to delay it. God damn delay it. Delay it again. I swear to God, if it doesn't come out this year, I'm going to be very upset. Nintendo the secretly burnt all the copies of that. Because both those games on Metacritic in the 90s. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. this could hit big. Hey, beloved series that I've never played. Yeah, me neither. Uh, my next pick then was uh, Hellblade 2. Risky one. Might not come out this year, but if it does, I'm betting big, we're I'm pretty betting big on that one. Yeah, I'm very hopeful. I think it could be, you know, I think you know, we'll talk about Xbox in a bit, but I think they're heading in the right direction this year. So I'm, I'm very hopeful that this actually lands this year. And if well, it does, I know the last one's at like an 84 or something on Open Yeah, it's in the... 80s somewhere. i think this will be even higher i think i'm getting high 80s here if this comes out mid to high yeah. yeah yeah um what i will say to kind of help you or kind of maybe give you some positivity is that xbox generally with their releases like the fall they love everything releasing in the fall sure and they don't have anything in the fall right now no yeah like they, at least as of now they have nothing in the fall so i think hellblade will probably be their fall game yeah and that last trailer looks so goddamn good i just really hope they get yeah. it done this year and it comes out and then my next pick was Meet in the Howler, which I know you wanted. <laughs> Took that uh, one out. Shovel Knight posters right there. Yeah, yeah. I don't even plan on playing this game. <laughs> I know you're not. I, wanna, I wanted that game. Uh, but yeah, I think this could be very high as well, right? Shovel Knight, I'm sure, is very high. I don't know exactly what it is. 
but this, you know, spiritual successor to uh, the old Legend of Zelda games, the Shovel Knight, Knight team cool. behind it, I think it'll be very high. Why not? Yeah. And then my Maybe last pick was Planet Alana. Bit of a risk, you know? It could be sure. one of those, like, Somerville situations where it ends up not landing quite well. But it also could land very high, you know what I mean? Like, this, this I have no idea where this is going to end up landing. But uh, Yeah, it was not the game I thought you would take, but... Uh, just like the art style in this so yeah, me too. much. Me too. I was just like, all right, let's take it. Let's it looks good. It. I want Why it to be not? good. Yeah, give me like those limbo inside review score numbers. Could use that. Where's Play Dead? Where's Real Play Dead? Yeah, where's Play Dead? Yeah, I thought about <laughs> yeah. taking like Play Dead's unannounced next game type thing, you know? <laughs> just do it. Yeah, but there's probably, it's probably not. Probably would have been announced if, if it's close. Maybe this year. There's maybe yeah, maybe I don't actual know. When was Inside 2016? That was so long ago. Yeah, it was 2016. God damn. And then my counterpicks were the Bayonetta Origins game. Talked about that a little bit. And then Dead Island 2, uh, which I actually think looks quite good. So I'm a little bit worried yeah, about it. Yeah, I think that was a... As it, it, funny as like a meme as that game kind of is, Like I think that... Um, I think it, look, it looks pretty fun. You know, it, it might just be a fun game to play, you know? Yeah. No, it looks very fun. I, but I, I still think there's a decent chance it just lands in like high 70s. Again, counterpicks were very hard this year. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm hopeful. That it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> then Chris, who's been on the show before, his picks: uh, Dead Space remake, Street Fighter Six, Wolong Final Fallen Dynasty, Wild Hearts. Uh, was this Grand Blue Fantasy Relink? Mm-hmm. Which I don't. I don't even know what that is. There's like the Grand Blue fighting games, mm-hmm. and then this is like a Grand Blue um, RPG. Okay. That uh, supposed to release. Supposed to release last year. Okay. Um, I think it has a then, date for February when I was like, yeah, it's coming out like early this year. Yeah. Okay. And then he got Atomic Heart and Season Eleven of the Future. This is a good, good list. I think. Yeah, I think Chris overall is a pretty good list. And if yeah. you look, I think he has more counterpicks than yeah. anyone, which is weird. Very interesting. I think yeah, he, has he a does really have good four. List. Yeah. It's because Nick fucking Wolong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that counterpick. Yeah, I don't either. But I mean, Death Space Remake, Street Fighter Six, Wolong, those are all guaranteed to be very high. I'd, I'd say. Yeah. And. And then uh, I'm surprised that that he picked uh, Dead Space first. Yeah, yeah, but, maybe uh, Street Fighter would have been a better first. Yeah, or whatever. He got them both. So yeah, I can true. see Dead Space being very high though. I know original we'll is like high 80s. So it's previewing pretty well. So we'll see. Yeah, and then his counter picks were Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is the the gamble of all gambles with counter picks. Somebody was gonna do it. Yeah, I, yeah. I told Sloan when he was picking it up. I'm like, somebody's gonna do it. And it's either like you nailed it and that's a great counter pick or it's going to hurt you pretty badly. Yeah. And Chris was like, I'm taking the risk. So I'm like, he's oh, actually got two that are on the fence of like, oh, are they going to come out this year? Who knows? Because his, his second one is the Wolf Among Us 2. Mm. Which is like, mm, don't know if that lands this year. The first one reviewed pretty well. It did. Yeah. <clears throat> different. I mean, the team makeup is going to be different. We'll see if it hits. I hope this game's good. I, I so love this. Is, is it the non Telltale team making this? No, this is, is, the, it Telltale this is new rebuilt Telltale now. So don't they got to get but, through the uh, the Expanse game first? Is that the one they're making? Yeah, yeah. Or are they I making guess. a Star Trek one? But they announced this game before that. I'm sure, but sure. we've like actually seen gameplay of the Expanse one. You know? Yeah, I think it's just the cinematic for Wolf Among Us. Yeah, maybe maybe it'll actually be next year. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, Telltale will only release one game this year, and that'll probably be The Expanse. That'd be my sure. guess. So he might be spot on with these counterpicks, because he might have... But wait, wait a second. Don't release. But aren't they just assisting? 
didn't we talk about this? Aren't they just assisting with the expanse? Isn't someone else actually mostly I thought developing? Deck nine was assisting, and oh, maybe it's that. Maybe it's the was, other way. Yeah, mm. a lot of weird shit going yeah. on there. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how his works out. And then uh, Natalie, uh, Sims' better half. She got Hogwarts Legacy, Suicide Squad, For Spoken, Octopath Traveler Two, Pikmin Four, Alan Wake Two, and then The Wolf Among Us Two. She took Alan Wake. I was hoping it would, because that was one of her last ones. I was hoping it would sneak back up and I can get it. Oh, and that's when I had to take that. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I was I was hoping no one was going to take it because because Sam uh, Sam Lake of uh, Remedy like was like on social media kind of like this is our game this year and like if sure. sam is confident like i trust in sam so yeah after I, you said that I, I was like okay lock that in for like October. yeah lock that in yeah. this game's this year for sure yeah for sure but yeah she's a really good, list. good yeah i think hogwarts review quite well suicide squad we'll see i think it's going to review well is it going to review great is the question yeah yeah i don't know is um is rock steady back to form you know i think that story is going to be great it's more yeah. of everything else around it yeah yeah i don't know we just gotta see gameplay of it you know like i need yeah. i need that just here's 15 minutes of the game type thing you know do a mission yeah and then forspoken forspoken's a risk i think that is the a big riskiest risk. one she did yeah for, for sure. sure i could but see that i could see that low 70s i could see that you know mid 80s too my, my thing with that game too like as much of a risk as we think it is it is a high budget game that game has a lot of money into it, and when it's Square beautiful. goes, it's beautiful. When Square goes high budget, it's usually pretty good. But the writing's on the wall here. Like people did not yeah. like the demo, and it is not previewing well with with uh, media. You know. Yeah. And so I don't know. A lot of times those don't work out too well. There's there's once in a rare blue moon where it's like turns around when the game actually releases, but yeah, I don't know with that one. Yeah, we'll, see. we'll find out quick, right? We're gonna Very probably soon. next week. Yeah. We'll find out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then Octopath Traveler two, very good pick, right? I think that's a I solid so. yeah. above eighty at the eighty two probably. Yeah, yeah. Then Alan Wake two, we talked about Wolf Among Us two, we talked about a little bit. So yeah, we'll see. Her counter picks were the Grand Blue Fantasy Relink and Atomic Heart. Atomic Heart's a risky one, I think. Yeah, I mean, it could it could be one that's like, I mean, Atomic Heart looks really great, and then it's just okay. Yeah, but we don't know. Uh, moving on to Salone, your roommate uh marvel spider-man 2 was his first pick solid first pick but like spider-man uh, games are only high 80s right i don't yeah, know if i would have gone for that first i mean i think it's a really solid one like what it's else a would guaranteed you 85 right at least you yeah know? i messaged him secretly like spider-man 2 has not been picked yet just i didn't know if he was thinking it for sure. when it was coming up this time so i messaged him there uh and he ended up taking it so yeah then he got Fire Emblem Engage, Like a Dragon Ancient. Then he doubled up on Like a Dragon. And he got Like yeah, a Dragon both the man I, with a race name. <laughs> yeah, I wanted. wanted uh, it's a good call. Good call. Uh, then he picked Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. He did again. Risky. Don't know if it's gonna actually land this year. Then he got Metal Slug Tactics, and then A Teller Riser Three Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key. <laughs> that was pretty good. You did pretty good pronouncing that one. That's a great That's fucking. A... Anime RPG. <laughs> I almost wanted to counterpick it just to just to have that long ass name on my list, you know? <laughs> it's like a book, Jesus. His counterpicks were AEW Fight Forever and Forspoken. Good counterpicks. Uh the Forspoken one could be risky. I think the AEW yeah, we one did just talk about that. The AEW one for sure though. I think that I but mean, that, I, I, no what's way that's above that like game? an eighty. 
No, and what's going to happen with that game is it's going to review okay, and people are just going to like that game. Mm-hmm. That's just what's going to happen. Like, I don't Sims think it's going to be a bad it, game right? at all. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be a bad game. It's just not going to review uh, incredibly high. And then the last picks for Sims, uh, Diablo 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Red Vol. I Real quick. Yeah. I am shocked none of you, I said that in the beginning, I am shocked no one took Diablo 4 as their first game. That yeah. It went all the way to Sims. Yeah, I didn't... Eh. I don't. I wanted Final Fantasy because I think there's a chance that could be very high. So I don't know. I just let it go. I was kind of yeah. hoping that come back, but uh, yeah, I don't know. He was smart, picked Diablo first for sure. And then he had Jedi Survivor. Could be very high. I mean, I know the the first one's not that high. I think it's like eighty two, something like that. But uh, it's in the eighties. I don't know about it. Is it that low? Is it I think it's that low. Yeah, eighty two, eighty three, something. People like are that. people are just people don't have good taste. That's another one where it's like people you hear people talk about that and like that game might as well sucked. You know. <laughs> yeah, people don't have good taste. You know. Uh, Redfall, think good pick should be. Arcane the, doesn't miss. Yeah, uh, that game's looking better and better the more I see of it. So I think I think that was a solid. I th- pick. also think people were really harsh in that game for no reason at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was a weird... Well, because the way they were marketing it before... We'll get into this a little bit in our first news story. But uh, the way they were marketing it before made it sound more like a Borderlands thing or, like, you know, closer to, like, still... a Left 4 Dead. Now well, now they came out and they said that whole Far Cry thing. Or, like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting Far Cry Borderlands. Yeah. Like, I don't know who thought this game was Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking, like, a more very focused co-op thing with like a you know i guess linear borderlands is along that line but uh yeah i don't know the way they were talking about it before it made it sound different than what it is then when they came out and said the whole this is more arcane's take on far cry than it is left for dead then i was like oh okay i'm gonna be into this aren't i yeah yeah and then liza p very good pick i think i think that That one's gonna be interesting Uh, most like most from software kind of you know, Soulsborne, you know, indie Soulsborne games, most like games like that, they don't review badly. There's just not a lot of them that review very highly. I think this might be one of the higher review ones. I think this might be the year where one of them really kicks in, where it's really like, okay, FromSoft's got some competition now. And it can't yeah, normally it's Neho, and then I think the Surge 2 did pretty well. Yeah. This yeah, one, I, yeah. I, this I think it's a decent, big, the game looks beautiful, so. It we'll, looks great. We'll yeah. see, yeah. And then he got the Plucky Squire. It's a great pick. Yeah, I was hoping that would slip for a while. He yeah, take- yeah, it was a good pick. Then he got Dead Island too, and then AEW Fight Forever. You're too risky. That was a pick for his heart. That's a pick for Simpson's heart. <laughs> yeah, definitely. His counter picks were Skull and Bones. He got it. Lucky him. He got it. He got yes, it. He we knew. all wanted that counter. Pick. <laughs> we all. Oh, we like. as soon as Nick chose, we all were like counter pick. <laughs> and then his last counter pick was Season: A Letter to the Future. Which could be a good counter pick. Yeah, could it could be. A good we don't know. It could also be a good game. It comes out very yeah. soon, so we'll find out Looks soon. Cool. Yeah, it comes out January thirty first. So mm-hmm. we're getting there. Daniel, we will see how the year plays out. Now the real game begins. Let's see if they, if the rest now of the these, game if these guys actually play this year. Okay, because they didn't, they didn't come out to bat. I feel like maybe they just saw they were losing and they were like fuck it i'm not even paying attention now <laughs> but uh yeah, well, we'll Sloan was one of the ones that did he just got hit with a lot of like you know weird pickups and delays and stuff like that so um i'm coming for my crown i'm taking my crown back i want it good luck I bud. Yeah, good luck man I don't, I'm, I'm gonna be making some savvy moves throughout the year so uh yeah, me and link are gonna cut your head off and take that ground so. yeah yeah you could that is my scariest one is like eh, yeah. he's got like a guaranteed 90 there <laughs> the Legend of Zelda. damn bastard 
We'll see, though. We'll see. We'll I'll be damned if anyone outside of the Nerdic Gods is going to win, though. You know what I mean? We can't let Nick win. Chris can't win. You know, in a way, in no, a way, they're, they're I, would, I will give you I, hints so that you win. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you were Sims win, fine. Anyone else? Okay, no, fuck you guys. Get out of here. And he takes Sloan down, you know? Oh, Knock we have to take Sloan down. Yeah, he's in Knock him down a bit. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't winning. But Daniel, we'll now move on to the news. It's been another busy week in the world of video games. It has. Uh, let's start off with Xbox here. After a slew of rumors, Microsoft has confirmed there will be a Xbox and Bethesda Developer Direct held on January 25th. They also confirmed that Starfield will begin a standalone showcase type thing sometime later. We don't know exactly Probably when yet. This format, I would assume. Right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think that that'll just be 30 minutes of Todd talking, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that'll be very breaking fun. it down. Yeah. I would like a date for that, you know, or like just give me a month or something, you know. Like, Finish this first and then do that. Yeah, yeah. Even like during this, you could be like, hey, the Starfield thing is happening in February or whatever. That'd be cool. Yeah. Anything like that. But uh, nonetheless, this developer direct will be focusing on Arcane with uh, Redfall, uh, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and then a new expansion or something new from The Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. And that will be the main focus here. We're not entirely sure what the uh, the structure of this is going to actually end up being. And that's yeah. kind of what I'm, like, most curious about. Like, are we getting other things besides those four games here? You know? or Because like, I think it'd be really cool if they're like, here's the next Game Pass wave for the next three months or whatever. You know what I mean? Or uh, hmm. here's something from our third parties. Or here's a little indie game or something like that. I just don't know. Are they going for, like, a Nintendo Direct State of Play thing here? Or is this more of, like, no. a very focused... Here these yes. games i don't i would go and you know temper your expectations with what this is going to be i think that what the format is probably going to be um aaron greenberg of uh xbox's um social uh, is like marketing he basically said less ta- uh, talking and more games was kind of someone was asking him a question and he was basically that was kind of what he said so i think that you're going to get you know probably some developer speak uh it sounds like there's not really going to be much of like um i don't know major nelson up there hosting a show i think it's going to be you know we're going into redfall you get an arcane austin they're gonna sit there and maybe say a little bit what the mission is maybe talk a little over some of that gameplay a little bit but it's gonna be showing you a mission or something like i think that's what you're going to get here i think you're just gonna get raw footage uh with a little bit of other layer to it cool then do we think dates for these things right because these are all things that are supposed to come out in the next six months so we're thinking like here's the developer talking over the game for a little bit showing you more gameplay date at the end 100 percent. yeah okay that's exactly what this is for dates cool which is what xbox needs right this is exactly what we're all talking about i feel like xbox like really this year is being very like heavily talked about you know and it's kind of everyone else is kind of like falling in the background right now because we're all just like okay cool we need dates for all these xbox games because they're all supposed to come out before june now if there are no dates out of those four games this is going to be very disappointing oh for sure especially if they're all coming out right yeah, like they have to have a date for every single one. There's no way. <laughs> there's yeah. There's no. That's why I said 100 yeah. percent because if they don't have a date for any of these things, I'm gonna be very upset. Yeah. Yeah, I could see 
maybe like Redfall just doesn't get a date yet. Maybe they're like at the end, like, hey, we can't quite nail down a date right now. But then like Forza and Minecraft, you have to, right? I think you have to with everything, everything here. Yeah, I really do. Like Forza uh, was supposed to be last year, right? As well. Yeah, yeah. That's typically a fall game, so it's very interesting that's coming yeah. out in spring, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it sounds cool to me. Like I'm down for that. I I very much like that they laid out what this is going to be for all of us. I guess the, I was just theorizing of what else could be there, but you know, it does seem like they very much laid out like, hey, it's just these four games. You're just getting gameplay for all that. And I like that. I like that they're telling us that. And then I think telling us that the Starfield one is coming. Very smart idea. I guess yeah, a very obvious idea, but like that would have been like the thing. Like if this would have rolled past and they wouldn't have said anything about Starfield, like when that's got and this ended and we didn't see Starfield, everyone would have been like the, the internet would have been on fire. We all would have been like, what the fuck? It's always on fire with <laughs> Starfield, I guess. Sure. Um, yeah, I think that you could get a surprise, like maybe Silk Song shows up or something, right? Something yeah. that was at Xbox's conference last year. There, like there could be a surprise or two, but I wouldn't go in expecting anything else other than these four games. Yeah, one different thing that I'm noticing with the Xbox this year is specifically with Game Pass is their third-party lineup is fire, but with Yeah. It's it's always fire, but typically with indies. Now this year it's fire with AAA games, you know what I mean? Atomic Heart, Wolong Fall Dynasty. Liza P and of course indies too but it's I mean, like I, I would consider uh you know atomic heart and and Liza P a little more indie than anything else sure the, those would, are more but, like double um, a triple a line yeah. right around there but still but those are bigger long. games than your typical triple a games i or than your typical indie games excuse me yeah for sure for sure uh, but the, yeah and like i would kind of like like a little hey here's a little preview for those real quick here's a you know eliza cool. p date coming out in april or whatever the fuck you know like something like that that'd be cool because it's like they have they have a fire lineup in the first six months here with with game pass alone i mean next week is persona three and four yeah <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, huge you even talked about that too and then like yeah you know, if they want to, like, hint at some shit coming next in, in the fall or whatever, like, you know, a big game coming to Game Pass in the fall, a big AAA game or big indie, whatever, that's coming that to Game Pass. That might be That would be cool. Yeah, that might be more E3 type of thing, but uh, I don't know. That'd be cool. I'm very curious to see the format here. And, of course, yeah, they can too. change it over time, right? We've seen state of plays vary from horrible to good to great, you know, all that. Nintendo Directs as well. We've seen that format it change, it change those. over yeah. the last 10 years. So, yeah, I'm very curious to see this. I'm very happy they're doing this you know yeah, we've talked about it. this is exactly what we wanted them to do exactly and they have they have one here they have, they're calling it developer directs and they can they can improve upon this from whatever it is and continue to do these and that that makes me excited you know what doesn't make me excited what's that the underscore in the name <laughs> not a fan of the underscore no it's so bad <laughs> underscore in the official name yeah it's, i don't know it's so weird it fits with their like thematic like logo basically it's very kind of like uh texty and stuff how their logo is um but just get the underscore out of here we didn't need that didn't need didn't i pronounce the underscore yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. every time sorry sorry phil he's upset he's gonna say that in the thing all right cool well january 25th it's at like 2 p.m my time so uh i, I don't know what the other times are figure that out it's three three year time okay yeah. 3 p.m et so looking forward to it can't wait Next up, then, in an interview with the Washington Post, Neil Druckmann says he's keen to focus less on cutscenes and traditional narrative going forward and says he gets joy out of narratives that don't hold the player's hand, unquote. He also said a couple other things. Yeah, there's also, real quick before you intercut there, I want to intercut with 
what he said a few weeks ago if you remember this like hubbub of just because the internet sucks people talking about there was an interview with someone saying about how um naughty dog wanted to focus more on cinematics do you remember this and people were losing their minds were they one way or another of people like loving cinematics and not liking cinematics and stuff and uh and then now getting you know i guess because he's doing more the rounds now because of the show um the last of a show uh he is saying that he really likes um player agency and how you could tell stories through that way and environmental storytelling, which Naughty Dog is good at, but maybe he wants to focus more on that. I guess I think he quoted Elden Ring. Yeah, he uh, specifically chatted out Elden Ring and Inside here for that. Inside, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, two games. I mean, to, you know, I'm yeah. very interested to see what he means here exactly because it's like they have always done environmental storytelling, right? You know, think of like Last of Us 1 with. Uh, you know that whole uh, sewer section where you learn about uh, the 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 little Ishmael. community that lived there. Yeah, the Ishmael thing, um, all that. You know, those are great. And then, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm the I'm just because when you think of Naughty Dog and you think of their games, they are very much the the these are the the playable movie games. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they've always been that, at least since Uncharted One. So I don't know. It's I think uh, proof will be in the pudding here. We'll have to like really see the game to understand what he means here. Yeah, it definitely seems like we are swaying the other way right now. Um, you know, every, you know, everything's always on a pendulum, right? Like, uh, more recently, we've gotten just games becoming more cinematic and more cinematic and more cinematic. Um, and it just seems like now we are going the other way. We're the pendulum is swinging to environmental storytelling and player agency and kind of letting you explore things your own pace uh, and not always take the controls away from you you know but obviously that's it's never going to be a hundred percent one way or the other like we're still getting god of war and stuff but i think we're going to see a lot more games try to lean more on the player and less just pure cutscenes. yeah he even says here he they'll never fully get rid of cutscenes and uh narrative their traditional narrative storytelling so yeah i don't know it'll be uh you know it's gonna be a while before we even see exactly what he's talking about here he's clearly got yeah. something in mind or whatever the next game he's working on he's clearly thinking of that when he's making this quote so yeah i don't know but yeah it's been interesting because neil Druckmann's had to do the rounds here for like a couple weeks now and i feel like yeah. everyone's talking about naughty dog but like it's not necessarily he's going out there and promoting the game he's promoting this tv show so and it just happens they just happen to be asking him questions about games so it's like it's just been a lot of naughty dog recently but like nothing really that exciting because it's just for the tv show mm-hmm. have you seen my boy troy baker out there looking yeah. slick <laughs> looking dude dapper, you know that hair that turtleneck Man. you know yeah he had like a turtleneck with a blazer and his hair is on point <laughs> uh speak it up HBO's The Last of Us TV show reviews came out earlier this week. The show is currently sitting at a 97% in Rotten Tomatoes. Those guys. Yeah, as much as I'm tomatoes. not a big fan of Rotten Tomatoes, but um, isn't it just it, it's just Metacritic? No, that's what, what it should what be. Is it? <laughs> it's it just, so it basically it is 97% of critics recommend the show. Oh, okay. Uh, that's really all it is. It is so not. Exactly. It is not an aggregate review website like a Metacritic. Gotcha. Which yeah, already I, I has. Never you really know, go on around tomatoes. So you shouldn't. <laughs> it's not great, but um, but yeah, that's really the, the reviews have been pretty high. Um, it seems like they're 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 
expanding on a lot of things. They're you know flushing a lot more things out that they can in a sh- in a TV show. So uh, it's coming out soon, right? Is it is it it's next week Sunday. or this week? Oh, it's this Sunday. Yeah, cool. this Sunday, first episode drops. Yeah, I'm excited for it, man. But, uh, that's what I like that they're talking about most here. Is it seems like they do expand on other stories that aren't in the game, and you get more of these characters, and then there's yeah. some flashbacks even I read with Joel and stuff like that, and that's really exciting to me. Because I know uh, one of the uh, major compliments and complaints has been with these reviews that that it sticks so close to the game and that like so there's almost scene for scene shots that are from the game that are just good. being this tv show now which is a good thing right but yeah uh, it could that's also what be, i want it, that's also a bad thing just for me because it's like okay that's what i'm not excited for is just seeing the story retold in tv we've you know played I mean? it yeah we've played it i know the story i know what's gonna happen but if you can expand give me flashbacks with joel or ellie or whoever give me more cutscenes not cutscenes give me more of the story from those characters, that's that's what I'm very excited to end up seeing, and that's why I'm excited for the show. I would have watched the show regardless, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my big like, I don't know if worries worry might be too big of a word for it, but my big like question is Bella Ramsey. Yeah, I have full faith in Pedro Pascal. I think he's great in everything he does, so I I, I think he'll be great in this. My my question is Bella Ramsey. I love her as Lady Mormont in Game of Thrones, but. She was a very minor character with a big impact, but and, and she always stole the scene she was in, but can she be Ellie? Like, I know Ellie, and I love Ellie so much. I don't know her version of Ellie, you know, and how she's going to portray that. Sure. All right, well, we'll find out this Sunday, at least with the uh, the first episode. I can't wait yeah, until I, we get into, like, I the, forgot the, it was the, the, the ramp up to, like, the finale of this. That's going to be really fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it was this week. That's, that's exciting. Definitely. Next up, Simon Pegg has joined the cast of Hogwarts Legacy, where he will be portraying Headmaster Phineas Naglalis Black. Hope yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Some some type of magical name there, you know what I mean? But yeah, Daniel, yeah. Simon Pegg, Hogwarts Legacy. Let's go, my boy. Yeah, my that's funny. boy. Simon Pegg. Always... I read that, I was like, all right, cool, cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I think it was the other. Was it yesterday that I I posted? I saw it and it was like yeah, I think one it minute it, it posted. I was yeah. like, I'm sending. Yeah, everybody's gotta see that. Um, yeah. So I think this is some. Uh, it's related to Sir. He's related to Sirius Black. I'm pretty sure, right? Like a great uncle or something. Must be I or a great uh, grandfather or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's great. He headmaster. Hopefully, he's in it a lot. But because I would, I'm gonna be talking to him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Can I bring him out on quests with me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and him go yeah. fight some trolls or whatever the fuck? That'd be fun. Now we only need Nick Frost in this as well. Who's Nick Frost? Is that the, uh, uh, that's the bigger guy? Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha, Ed. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. Why we not? need him in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they revealed the full cast for this game. Uh, I didn't notice oh, okay. anyone else that recognizable, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're all credible voice actors. But yeah, uh, we're only about a month out from this game, so we will see. Yeah. Exciting. Definitely. Next up. Ubisoft has canceled three unannounced games and delayed its long development pirate adventure Skull and Bones indefinitely. Yeah, I think that they, they're still saying 2023 to maybe 2024. Yeah, it's, it's so, just delayed to the me, next fiscal year. So Yes. It's, uh, that's telling me is if it, it has to release before the end of this fiscal year. If it doesn't, they're in serious trouble. I mean, at this me. point, you might as well just put it out. <laughs> yes, know, like, I know. Whatever the I fuck know. it is, you might as well just put it out. 
especially if it runs and it's playable like what are you what do you are they trying to change the game at this point i don't understand yeah man like i i feel like that'd be ubisoft's mindset with this game too is just put it out already who cares you know like this isn't even that like hyped up of a game i don't even think it's gonna have like that big a player base at first at least you know maybe they could build upon it but uh yeah i don't know man i if they should have just stuck with this march day honestly if it's in like a playable state or whatever and you know because i don't even think the people that are excited for this would have bought it regardless you know and that's not many people to begin with so I don't know. You're gonna come out in the fall now, right? Probably, and it's just like it's probably gonna be busy around there too. This whole game has just been uh, a roller coaster. Yeah, I think it's what five or six delays. It's so crazy. Long. I mean, how long have we been talking about Skull and Bones? You know what I mean? When was the original? Like <laughs> it's so 2017? long. Like it's yeah. so long of this game. It's just crazy to me. It's just not even. It doesn't even look good. Like, no one thinks it looks good. Like, it looks I okay. must feel bad for it. Like, you know, it's just like, okay, you're getting delayed again. Sorry. You don't look good and no one cares, but you're getting delayed again. It's like, all right, Jesus, what, what's <laughs> going on? Here? This this leads into Ubisoft as a whole for me. Is like, what is going on over there? I just don't understand it with the whole Assassin's Creed thing. The whole, you know, we're making one Assassin's Creed game that's going to be infinite long. Mirage sounds cool to me, granted, right? Going back to the old school Assassin's Creed games, trying to make one last run at those. That's fun. We're not entirely sure what's going on with Far Cry right now. That Avatar game sounds cool, but we have yet to see anything from it. So who knows? That that could be this year too. So they might even be stepping on their own toes with I mean, massive, Skull and Bones need that. Massive also has Star Wars. Yeah, there's also that Star Wars game being developed in the background. It's just, I don't know. We just I feel like Ubisoft is so off track right now. Yeah, Eves, Eves came out and said something like they they were um hurt by the soft sales of mario and rabbits um and it's like you can't i don't think you could blame all of your woes on one game yeah and like i don't know he was blaming like games being like forever content you know like live service games and games with big ips and and, and things like that and it's like mario is a huge ip yeah, what are you talking like, about? You literally have not, Mario on your name. Yeah, like Mario is in the title. What do you mean? Like that's Even one Rabbids, of the biggest right? IPs in games. Yeah. Rabbids is a fairly. You're right. They're fairly big too. But like, maybe he <laughs> was just thinking that's going to be one of those guaranteed above 10 million sellers, like all Switch exclusives, right? Maybe he thought that, but and yeah. and it didn't end up getting there. But uh, I don't. Did the first one sell super well? That's that's the question. I would need to see sales. Yeah, I would I would say probably not as well as some other Switch exclusives. It's a diff- It's it's the type of game that it is. Right. As well, like some people also just don't like Rabbids. Uh, I don't really like them that much, but I love those games. And then number two, it's like the type of game. It's a, it's just a strategy game. Yeah. Like, how many people want to play strategy games? Yeah, you, you definitely shouldn't be putting all your eggs in that basket, right? Yeah, like. If you, maybe you just need they have like 20,000 developers between you know different studios all over the world they're huge like maybe you just need to be putting out more games remember in 2020 when they released like three games within a few months yeah like maybe 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 you need to figure out how to release games in a better you know schedule and, and not blame it on mario and rabbits yeah and then these three canceled games, what are we what are we thinking about that? Like, and it's just, I don't, what, what this makes me think is you guys are trying to be sold, right? And I think something came out earlier, right, where Ubisoft was trying to be sold, or they were, like, talking about being acquired by someone. I can't it's remember been over the past few years. 
Yeah, and and this um, makes me think they're they're canceling a bunch of shit that is kind of more risky, just so it looks better if they're being sold. Like, hey, look at this Assassin's Creed game we got coming, the Avatar game we got coming, the Star Wars game we got coming. Don't worry about this other shit because we're just canceling it anyways. Yeah, do you remember in like what twenty seventeen or so, twenty sixteen maybe a while ago, Vivendi was trying to just take full control uh, or majority control over them. Uh, and they they were able to fight them away. Uh, and then you're right now within the past like two years or so, maybe 2021, 2020 or late 2020, they were there's been a lot of talks of acquisitions for for Ubisoft. Um, I mean, you're right. It is starting to you know seem like maybe they will sell. Um, they have a lot of valuable IP. Uh, I know people kind of hate on a lot of their games, but their IP is pretty valuable. I don't know who would really want to purchase them. I I've been saying for I don't know since maybe the Bethesda acquisition that EA has been chomping. I told you EA is going to be buying something. I can see EA just buying Ubisoft. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing is like none of the big ones really need them. You know, like I don't think EA really needs uh, all the, those. I mean, the, they'll take them sure. You know, Assassin's Creed's big, Far Cry's huge, uh, Splinter yeah. Cell, Prince yeah. of Persia, stuff like that. Like they could do stuff with that, but like EA doesn't really necessarily need that. They have a good plan right now. You know, I don't think Microsoft. No, they don't want that. They don't need all that. I don't know. Microsoft might like the IP. I think anyone would like that IP. Sure, but it's just like do you. Really... It got Rainbow Six. That's awesome. It, that's so much then on Microsoft. I know. Plate. Like that's so much more if the act. I'm not just saying through, them. Just I'm like just the... kind of just saying. Yeah. Anyone would want Rainbow Six or Far Cry or sure. Assassins, right? But then it's like Huge you know, PlayStation. No, you guys definitely don't need that. Nintendo. No, you guys definitely don't need that. Uh, who else is left then? You know, you're looking at like, I think what it would end up being would Embracer? be Embracer. Yeah, see, they could take them. That would <laughs> if, suck. if Embracer got that money together, I could see that, and they they would t- not that they need them. They certainly they already don't, bought way too much. But it's like you might as well at that point. You know, Embrace. What I think it end up being is Tencent. Probably it, it would probably end up being Tencent or like Saudi Arabia would come in and buy these guys. That's probably what it would end up being. I, that's why I hope not. That's why I say EA. Like I know you said that they don't. You don't really think they need them. I don't know. They really like annualization. They're getting better at not just relying on that now. Like to to EA's credit, as much as we hate a lot of the things that they do, they've been doing a lot of good stuff more recently. Um, like I think giving them like Assassin's Creed and having them k- maybe keep more of a schedule with it, if EA could actually get a assassin's creed schedule down and maybe every two years actually release one like i don't know ea might really like that i just think nothing really changes if ea buys them you know i think they would just keep i mean obviously they're gonna keep the developers and stuff but like i I just feel like they're not gonna really do anything all that interesting with them and i feel like ea has a really good plan right now they're getting all their yearly money from their sports games and then they're making these Marvel superhero games and Star Wars on the side, and those are going to be our the games me and you look forward to the really good AAA single player games, right? And yeah. if it, you know, I think if they just bought Ubisoft, it would just be Ubisoft staying the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they have Dice and they have um, Respawn as well. That are um, Respawn's just killing it for them. Um, yeah. I, I I would I would I would, I don't know I I hope the best for Ubisoft. <laughs> I mean I think you know maybe maybe someone would really want a bunch of developers around the world like that. You know there's a lot of developers there. So. Certainly yeah 
and they have so many studios too that's the thing is like that's a big undertaking for whoever does buy it that's why i think it would be a tencent or, or saudi arabia or some shit you know yeah someone that doesn't control a bunch of other developers but has the money for it yeah i mean like they are a very worldly developer and publisher um and i, I mean a lot of people might have interest in it what if like somebody like square picks them up <laughs> i don't know i know they just sold a lot of their Square could stuff, afford but... that right or sega i don't know could sega afford that maybe i mean sega's sega the sega's been doing pretty well more recently so yeah we'll see i'll be curious to see if ubisoft gets out the year without being acquired yeah, that's a that's a awful thing to say. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's it's true. That's the point where. No, at right I, now, right? I know it is. It yeah. is true. I all mean, right. that's all we've been getting is just acquisitions, right? It's just not going to stop. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have taken a little pause here after the. Uh, I feel like the Activision Blizzard thing has really put a pause on the the acquisition. Not to right PlayStation, they kept buying. Well, when stuff. was the last thing they bought? <laughs> A bunch of smaller things. Yeah, but they, they bought a bunch of smaller things. But it was literally ones. Activision Blizzard. Then it they was bought like right after that, Bungie. right? But I feel like PlayStation Bungie, yeah. and Xbox are both like, hey, hold up. Let's not buy anything for a minute because PlayStation's trying to prevent this from happening and Xbox is yeah. trying to make it happen. So neither of them can really move right now. Yeah, definitely. Because it Xbox looks definitely. worse either way. Like Xbox definitely can't because then it's just like, wait, you guys are buying other things when you're trying to get this approved as well? Okay, fuck you. And then PlayStation is just like, well, you, you guys are going to do so well because you guys are acquiring more shit anyway. So it's like they're both at a standstill right now. Yeah. Nintendo swoops in, buys Ubisoft. Nintendo swoops <laughs> in. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Woohoo. Uh, all right, cool. Next up then. Some of the key talent behind Microsoft's Forza Horizon series has left Xbox Playground Games to form a new AAA studio called Maverick Games. Yeah, there's some other key people in that, right? Let, let me click into that. There's someone from somewhere else, too, that I think I saw. Let me click in here real quick. Um, I think they were from, like, EA or something. Let me see. Um, what do you got for me, VGC? Ex-Playground Studio Art Director Ben... Penrose is Maverick's art director, while former EA Experience design director Ellie Marshall is the company's UX UI director. Yeah, it looks like some some people from Sumo, uh, previously head of one of the Sumo digital teams, uh, is coming here. Um, yeah, here we go. Yeah, Ellie Marsh from uh, EA Experience design director. Uh, that's what that's who I, th I thought i saw something about somebody from ea but yeah yeah um interesting that that someone is um leaving um playground when that's you know one of xbox's probably best studios right now um actually um they are very large and they have two teams now so i guess it, i don't think it's really that big of a blow i don't think it's going to hurt forza and it, this guy probably had nothing to do with fable either so um yeah i guess just another big studio from someone <laughs> you know that someone created that uh we'll have to just keep an eye on yeah i wonder if the shift to fable had anything to do with him leaving maybe he didn't want to work on fable or something like that i know you're saying I think it's a different team now but uh yeah yeah did they just hire up and just make a whole different yeah. team there then okay i think they've been hiring for years trying yeah. to staff so maybe up. that's not the case then but yeah who knows? Good for them. Uh, yeah, another new team to keep an eye on, I guess. 
so many of these what do we think this like is a racing game no because then why would you not stay at forza horizon it's literally like the best racing series right now like maybe you want to make his own though it could be yeah it could be a new ip something like that i mean it could be just something take that experience and maybe do something a little bit more i don't know try like a what the crew you know something with a little bit more yeah it wasn't the crew the one where you can like also fly things and like do other vehicles and stuff right was Was that the crew i don't i i can't i can't remember if that was the crew if that was the one where you drive around america Oh yeah, I'm not sure, but you you know, you know what I mean. Maybe maybe they, they want to do a game where you fly things and you can also drive things and you can go in water vehicles and things like that. Maybe they want to try to expand more and not just a car game. Maybe he wants to make a kart racer. We need more, you know. We need more good yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet here you sit, not have played Crash Team Racing. You know, you're right. You're here right. You sit, I'm waiting. You know? I'm waiting for the game pad when it comes to Game Pass after the acquisition. <laughs> Uh, 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 you just need to buy it and we'll get more cars. I, sh- I could just know? I could I should just buy it. I've th- it was on sale, I think like for how much? Near... It must have been like five bucks. No, it was like twenty. But it it was like it was more. around like Thanksgiving. I was like, should I buy it? More. There's a lot happening right now. I might not play it, but it's the best car racer that's ever been made. No. It's not even close, honestly. It's not it's, even close. You know what it is. I play Mario Kart and I'm like, this is this is like the kids' version of car racers. So the best kart racer, I can't even remember the name, but it was a game I played on Game Boy Advance SP. Uh, it was a Cartoon Network kart racer. I can tell you, you can right like... now, the kart racer you played on Game Boy Advance SP is not better than Crash Team Racing. Yeah, it is. On Game Boy Advance SP. Can you, in Crash, can sure. you play as Ed, Ed and Eddie? Fuck Ed, Ed and Eddie. You can play as fucking... Why would you do that? They're children. You... <laughs> they can get it. They can get it. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. You set me up there. You set me up there. Okay. <laughs> okay, but you can play as Crash and all his friends and all his enemies. But can you play as Johnny Bravo? Fuck Johnny Bravo. Okay, that is kind of cool. I, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. But none of them have the drifting the mechanic from Crash Team Racing, so it doesn't matter. Sure. Doesn't matter. I I want to look up this car racer. I I'll do it after the show because I I need to know the name. It's hurting my brain. Our last news story: reshoots for the long in develop, uh, reshoots for the long in development Borderlands live action film have been taken over by Deadpool director Tim Miller. Yeah, which is interesting. <laughs> I thought uh, you just like bring in some random guy when you need to do reshoots. You know, not Tim Miller. There might be connections there. It seems like Eli is uh, Eli Roth is is that that's his name, right? The original director. The original director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems like Eli is um, he is like working on another project now, uh, and it's only reshoots. So it's like they, I guess, he can't come back to do them. And maybe uh, Tim Miller has like connections with the producers and things, and um, he just was available. So I mean, Tim Miller's a legend, especially in the VFX. That's yeah, like, I almost would have liked this more if Tim Miller was the director, you know? Yeah. I mean, as a whole, it's like, oh, well, that would have been great. What the fuck, you know? What has E.I. Roth directed? A lot. A lot? Okay. Yeah, he's more horror stuff. That's okay. what. That's why I when we did, I think it was 2020 when we talked about when they announced to him as the um, the director. He He's very good at gore and blood and, like, very horror things. So he was going to, I don't know if he could do the humor, but... um. Yeah, getting Tim Miller is interesting. Um, 
he is he does do directing but he is known for visual effects like tim miller's like the founder of blur oh is he yeah like tim miller's a big deal in vfx um industry uh but like his big directing thing was obviously deadpool um it was kind of a a project that he loved to do there Uh, i don't think he did the sequel though i think there was a little bit of him and ryan reynolds kind of fall out there but yeah having him do this sure i'm not really worried about this movie um i don't really know if it's going to be a good movie either it's got a good cast yeah the cast is interesting i don't know if i ever watch this i don't know it depends i need you to see like well. a trailer well i don't know i've never even seen like the uncharted movie or anything so i don't, I don't, uh, I don't it's really not care. it's fine you don't need to you tell me the borderlands movie is going to be that much better than that though you know it'll probably be more enjoyable Eli Roth has directed Death Wish, uh, Knock Knock, Hostile, The Green Inferno. The Green Inferno is a messed up movie. Is it? Yeah. Oh, he did direct Hostile. Mm, yeah, I he was Hostile. Okay. Yeah. Cabin. Uh, do you remember? Yeah, he really is a horror director. Huh? Yeah. So I was gonna say Cabin, Cabin in the Wood, or what's the name of it? Cabin Fever? Uh, have you seen that movie? No. With um, with with uh, Sean uh from Boy Meets World. No. <laughs> You know Sean from Boy Meets World? Yeah, I know Sean from Boy Meets okay, World. Okay, so Cabin the Fever, movie. okay, I was going to say he has a cameo in that. You would also know Eli because he does acting as well. He's an actor. Um, if you have seen Inglorious Bastards, you've seen Eli Roth because he plays the Jew Bear. Oh, okay, okay. He's the one with the, the bat, and he, like, he beat he, gotcha. Nazis with the, with the bat. That's, oh, that's Eli Roth. That. He's good in yeah, that. Yeah, he's a, he's a good actor, too. You know that was supposed um, to be Adam Sandler? As the Jew Bear? Yeah, Quentin Tarantino came out really? this, like, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Weird. He, when he wrote the script, he was uh, picturing Adam Sandler for that role. Interesting. I mean, he went, would have been hilarious. <laughs> you got a, I like Adam Sandler, but Eli Roth is a better choice. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, what a world that would have been in, you know, and some mm-hmm. other multiverse. That would have been fun. Did you see that one guy's uh, trailer for his new movie? Speaking of horror directors, the, uh, the guy that directed uh, Hereditary. I did. Yeah. I uh, love uh, Ari Aster. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for his new movie? I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. looks trippy. It looks trippy. I forget what really it's Really weird. Don't know what it's about, but uh, really weird. I either. I can't wait for it, though. That guy's fucking yeah. great. He, Phoenix. Somebody needs to check in on Ari Aster. Yeah. He's he, like, he's not right in the head. Yeah. He, he maybe I, don't, he might you know, because he's, he's making some good films. So. It might be a cry for help. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like his two, his his first two movies are pretty messed up. Hereditary scared the fucking shit out of me. I saw that. That's an awesome movie. Like, dude, the you last saw the theater. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah, yeah. The last fifteen minutes of that movie scared the shit out. That's of me. an intense <laughs> movie. Like Jesus, you know, it's really not scary until like the last twenty minutes. It's, then it just it's intense most of the movie though. Yeah, it's very intense, but uh, man, that movie's great. It's How did too. the theater react to like to to Tony Collette like crying? Bro, it was for, like, like midnight, minutes. and there was like. Yeah, it was like me and like two friends in there and like a couple oh, okay. other people. So yeah, there wasn't like a I was big say, reaction if, or anything. It, like I want, I would love to know how a theater would react to her crying for like five minutes. I just remember like, walking out of that and we were all just like, "What the fuck did we just watch?" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I felt fucking. Midsummer up is great. Midsummer is great. Yeah, uh, Florence Pugh is amazing. So yeah, anything she's incredible. Great. In that, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that guy's next movie. All right, Daniel. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for the news this week. So now move on to what we've been playing. Daniel, what have you been playing? Uh, still kind of hammering away at um, Marvel's Midnight Suns. 
Nice. Um, it's just a very long game. Like I'm trying to at this point, I'm like I'm just doing story mission when I can. Yeah. I'm kind of just not doing as much of the side stuff as much. Uh, like you could just do missions, just keep doing just side missions that aren't main missions, just to get resources. And I'm just kind of like at this point, I'm just gonna keep doing the. the uh, sometimes they'll like stop you and say you need to do one side mission, then you can go do the main mission. I'm like okay, I'll do the side mission, but I am just focused on trying to complete the game now but um it, it's a great game uh i want to give a shout out because i do every time uh she's in a game laura bailey plays um magic the x-men the uh sis- younger sister of colossus i'm not familiar with this character uh she's newer x-men if you've seen the trailer she's the one with the sword okay she's like the the, the blonde lady with the sword um she basically can like create a portal to like a different realm to like limbo uh she's pretty cool but laura bailey does like a uh, a russian accent she's russian like colossus cool um cool. but just a shout out to laura bailey she's great in everything she ever does she voice anyone um, else in the game uh i don't think so no if anything it might be just little side little things but i, I think it's just uh magic um yeah, I'm still enjoying the game a lot. Uh, I think more people need to play it. It's it's really cool. But the combat's just so fun. Like having a a card game, but also like uh, just the strategy behind um, uh, leveling up your cards and and doing the things outside of the combat uh, are pretty fun too. Yeah, I do feel like the game's getting a little, like, forgotten about, you know? It's not being like Definitely. that. I feel like we all moved into, like, Game of the Year conversation so quickly, and uh, not a lot of people checked it out over, like, Christmas break or anything. I think it's just the timing of the release and all that, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that early December release probably didn't help it, but that's okay. Maybe this will just be a cult classic. Something like that, yeah. All right, anything else? Uh, Not really. I haven't had as much game time this week. I don't really think I've checked out anything. I'm I, I'm trying to like get through this so I can beat Bloodborne. <laughs> I still want to go back and finish it. Oh, okay, better hurry up. We're getting close to uh, new games coming out. Uh, I know <laughs> it's too much. I know. Maybe I should just beat Bloodborne. Maybe that's just what I do. Yeah, focus on that. Yeah. You got like two weeks here, so. I mean, really, what's the next game I even want to play? It might just be Hogwarts. Oh, it's not you know Hogwarts, I mean? really? Okay. I mean, that might be the... That's a game I really want to play. Okay. I mean, really, this month, it might just be for Spoken, and if it doesn't review well, I'm, I don't really want to check it out. Yeah, I've pretty much written that one off already. But I don't know. Maybe it yeah, comes out I'm really waiting for well reviews. I'm buy it, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't really want to play that before Hogwarts either, you know? Like, another somewhat, like, magic-y sure. open world game. That's why I said, know? like, Hogwarts is the next one I really want to play. Yeah, like, know? I really don't want to, like, get super into Forspoken, and then Hogwarts comes out, and it's like, oh, okay, another one? I'm like, eh, I don't want that. Seems like bad vibes. Yeah, and I have Persona 3 and 4 already pre-downloaded, but it's like, when am I going to play them? I'm not yeah. going to play them right away, but I want to play both of them. Yeah, if you don't start it right away, because that would take you right up to Hogwarts easily. I mean, just I mean, I right. would be able to beat either one, probably. Yeah, probably not, so... All right. Uh, for me, man, what have I been playing? I've been playing a lot. Um, oh, okay. still chipping away at Final Fantasy Crisis Core, going for that platinum. At this How's point, where I gotta upgrade all the, you gotta get a hundred percent on the uh, DMW things, the uh, the random summons. Oh, each and of all the characters. Yeah. yeah, each of the characters, and to do that, you need a 
you need to get all the memories so you need to see all the cutscenes for that like kind of randomly pop up you know and to do that you kind of just uh you kind of just got to get lucky and randomize it but uh I've, I've gotten all of them except genesis at this point and there's a uh there's like an item there's an accessory you can put on to make it so the genesis one pops up more than mm. uh more often does than that not. have an item for all of the different ones then? yeah yeah every character okay. not all the summons have that but uh oh, every okay. every character has that so you can do that for all of them but yeah genesis is like the hardest one i know i've been reading online everyone has a problem with genesis but you can just leave it running on a certain mission and uh just like don't press pause or anything and just like have enemies hit you and you can just you know uh just let the game run for like six hours and you'll eventually get it so i'm gonna probably just do that at some point and then uh, actually, is that plan really that worth, worth it that much yeah fuck yeah why not i mean it was, it's not like i gotta do anything right <laughs> yeah, true. Like I, can, I can literally just leave it running and then go play vampire survivors so it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> he's just in there just playing vampire survivors. yeah like, it doesn't matter yeah that's yeah, worth it why not because i want to i also really want to see this uh the secret boss the, the the it's supposed to be the hardest boss oh, in the game and people yeah. like really been hyping that one up online and they're saying that one's like really hard and i'm like okay i gotta see this i want to see what that's like but apparently you get armor too at some point that is like maximum health and like you can't take damage or anything i'm like okay well i'm just gonna get that turn that on and this will be fucking easy great can't wait so yeah i'm doing that working on it it's taking a little while longer than i thought for that platinum uh then i'm also working on neon white's platinum uh how's that going it's it's gone it's difficult man that's a hard one this will be one of those where i probably just leave neon white downloaded for a while and keep bopping back in you might as well anyway it's neon white yeah it is neon white right it's a great game love playing it at least that game is just very fun to play so it's like yeah. at, at no point am i just like sick of playing it so it's like okay well i can just chip away at this platinum gonna be a very hard one again i haven't even gotten to the hell rushes yet so and those are the things that are really worrying me because you only get one life on those and you got to get through mm -hmm. all the levels of all the different characters and that's that's scary very yeah scary. that's intense that yeah, is intense. I saw someone do it on YouTube for White's Rush, and I'm just like, oh man, you gotta have. So, all how long would that be? It's about 40 minutes for White. The rest okay. are pretty quick, right? Because it's like you do the side missions for Red. You know, all together, it's probably like eight minutes, something like that. You know, yeah. but White's is 40 minutes, pretty much. For all and you can't die a single time. Yeah, you can't die a single time on that on the Hell Rushes mm. in particular. So it's like, oof, it's gonna be rough. That is, that is, that's There's a, a couple rust. levels where you just like run into stuff, and it's like, okay, I, I mean, because what what'll end up happening to me is like I'll, I'll, I'll I'm gonna end up getting like halfway through it, and then you'll get into the harder levels, and I know damn well I'm gonna die, and then it's just gonna be like, oh, I just put in like 30 minutes <laughs> just to die, you know? And it's like, oof, that's gonna be rough. That's gonna be a tough pill to swallow when that happens. Mm. But I guess yeah. I'll just like keep trying the later missions and just like try to try to remember them more, get them down, just know the pass well, and uh, it should be all right. There's there's even some longer missions, like the final mission in particular is pretty long. Oh, that final mission's intense. Yeah, it's intense, and that's the one. Like, uh, dude, I'm so scared to get there on the hell rush, you know, and like be on the last mission and you just can't die. It's like, oof, that's gonna be. Can rough. you pause the run, like the whole ru hell rush thing? I'm sure you can press pause. Yeah okay but you can't you can't like pause here come back to it yeah i mean you couldn't like close the game or anything right but oh, uh, yeah okay. i'm sure you could pause in that moment it's gonna be a it's gonna be a sweaty time whenever i get into that and then 
Yeah, very sweaty. What? What happened? No, that was just. I, <laughs> did you not hear that? No. <laughs> Literally sounded like a lightning strike just exploded just outside you. of my window. <laughs> Jesus. Devil walks in like, oh no, what are you doing? Yeah, that was crazy. I'm surprised you didn't hear that. And then I've been playing a bunch of Vampire Survivors. I got, got That's really cool. into that over the weekend. Yeah, hell yeah, it's a great game. I've uh, I can't make it very far. I've only been making it to like I think the highest I got is like level thirteen. But uh, yeah, I've been having a yeah. really good time with that man. That game's really fun, really addicting. Uh, so are you only playing as Antonio, or are you playing? Have you tried? No, uh, I got like the the magic guy right now. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Okay. The third one you unlock. That's the main. Yeah. One so there's use. the magic girl that shoots the. Which does is the first one shoot the wand or is the is the guy shoot think, the wand? I think the guy shoots the wand. The guy okay, shoots the then, blue wand, whatever that yes, is. Yes, that's the wand. Because the then the girl, okay. the, the 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 second character, the girl, you, she shoots the rune tracer, which is like that little thing that bounces oh, around. Yeah, bounces. It's like a ninja star. Yeah, it's like a it's like a QB looking whatever. I yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that thing is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So the magic, yeah, the wand. If you can evolve the wand, it gets crazy because it doesn't stop shooting and it targets the closest person to you oh okay so um, that'll work out better yeah you need to evolve the wand so should i not focus so much on getting different weapons should i focus more on upgrading the one no i mean you want to do both okay you want to do both but i would would also recommend not just targeting weapons target some of the the passives like my one of my all my favorites is just the crown uh i think i forget what the full name is i think it's like i thought that King just Crown. gave me more experience exactly yeah that's what you want and if you max that out you're just getting experience like crazy um getting the clover is really good it gives you your luck up so every time you get a chest it you have a higher chance of getting better things getting like that passive orb thing so you can suck up the xp from a further distance is really good too um the laurel is a, is, a, is one i would recommend for you is it you don't take damage with like the charge and stuff um yeah you just kind of have to mess with the stuff try to see what evolves what and um what yeah because i do seem to be hitting a wall around like 11 12 that that level yeah Yeah. there are like waves like you'll start you'll start noticing the more you play even different levels like you'll hit a certain time and it's like okay this is a spike of difficulty right here and if you're just not dealing enough damage you're probably just going to be dead at that point okay yeah, I'm going to keep chipping away. It's a very fun game. I always get home from work, and I'm just like, all right, let's play a little Vampire Survivors. Let's just play a play level. You know what I mean? Look at my yeah. Xbox controller. I'm like, all right, let's go here, you know? And then the music like an for that first later, level. And I'm just like, I played it like four times. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Move that on. music for the first level is really good. It is, yeah. Music's very good in that game. But yeah, that's about it. Uh, my my fifth game this year would be Dead Space for sure. So Okay, sweet. I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. Yeah, it's like what a week and a half away or something like that yeah i know it's, i think it's the 27th so right at the end of january there okay a couple weeks yeah a couple weeks so but yeah i'm very much looking forward to that then that'll roll me right into hogwarts so that'll be nice yeah and then what what's after that atomic heart february 22nd Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah games are coming it's march march is the big month where it's like okay yeah that's where it's march really gonna fucking pop. nuts yeah. all right daniel we will now move on to the game Yes. What is the game? Uh, when Daddy's away, the boys will play. Oh, yeah. I chose another tier maker. Um, it, it didn't have everything I wanted on it, but we'll get to that. 
uh, we're going to be ranking. We, we've done the Kingdom Hearts games. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to do the characters. <laughs> and there are so right, many characters. Let's go. Let's go. Everyone's um, Xehanort. Xehanort number one. We, we're done. <laughs> um, you have to remind me names and things like that. Uh, I'm pretty... Oh, I, I know probably don't got them all um, down. But um, there, there are three characters that are not on here. Okay. That I would like to, which is the Birth by Sleep, the, tri- the trio. They're not on Terra, here. Aqua, and Vents? No. Yeah. What? Okay. I, I, it's just this. It's just this on. one that I have. Okay. They're just okay. not here. Um. But uh, you, I guess you tell me how you want to start it here. Do you want to just start, start with Sora? Like, start with Sora. Sora. Yeah. Okay. Sora. Non. Black Sora. Yeah. Non tier. Sora. Sora is. Uh. He's Goku. You know. He's your overly positive protagonist, and uh, you know I like him for that. But uh, he's an idiot especially in the third game and uh, but yeah I, I like sora i like his optimism you know uh, so that's what i was gonna say is yeah. that he's very about friendship and optimism and he's he's very cares for his friends exactly he's very one note though is the source problem I, I i would like some more dynamic to sora in, in future games you know what i mean there's but, a better uh, protagonist in the series for sure for sure but uh yeah you know as much as i love sora i, I gotta put him in a i think a is perfect for sora yeah I really do. Uh, I guess we'll just big keep going shoes. with the, the trio. Big shoes, of course. Big old We'll shoes. keep going with that original trio. Um, I guess you want to do Kyrie next, or you want to do Riku next? Uh, do Kyrie. Okay, Kyrie. Um, I like Kyrie. Yeah, I, I like just Kyrie, don't. Kyrie I feel like Bates. they don't know ever what to do with Kyrie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's like, I don't. I don't know what to do with you, Kyrie. Whatever. We'll just, yeah. We'll just like Kingdom Hearts two. It's just like okay, we'll just show a cutscene with you every. You know two worlds and and then you'll come in at the end that's it that's all that matters and uh yeah Kyrie's a good character though she's uh i don't know i'd probably go a with her too honestly i think a see i was actually gonna go i was gonna use the scale here and kind of think in like long term i think a c c okay and i don't even mean that as in like a bad c like i think like i like Kyrie. i just don't really get a lot she needs her time to shine i've always wanted a Kyrie spinoff game you know what i mean something she got the keyblade at the end of it's in three, right? No, I think it was at the end of Dream Drop Distance. She got the Keyblade, and it was, uh, it was, you know, it was leading into three. I've always wanted. To, I know okay. she's supposed to be part of Melody and Memory quite a bit, but that that game's yeah. only cutscenes, so it's just like, okay, I don't know how much she is involved in that. I really got to play that game, but um, yeah, I don't know. I've always wanted like a like a, I've I've always had an idea for a, a Switch spinoff game that was the uh, that was Kyrie focused. Like that would have been great, you know. Give me something like that, you know. We, Kyrie needs her time to shine. But yeah, let's settle at B since you're at okay. I'm at a, you're okay, at C, okay. Yeah. That's fair. What about Riku? Riku's ass fucking tier. Riku, Riku let's go. <laughs> Riku's yeah. the best character in the fucking series. Come on, now. Riku's so cool. <laughs> Riku's so the fucking homie. cool, dude. Riku's yeah, the is. most badass motherfucker around. You know what I yeah, mean? Silver is. hair, badass sword, especially in the first game. Uh, yeah, and he's just he's he's your emo boy. You know what I mean? He's just, he's around there. He's crying. He's fighting the darkness in his heart. You know what I mean? He's got a lot of problems, and you love him for the it. Edge. He's on the oh, edge. Yeah, you know he's badass. You know all, yeah. the, all the all the men want to be him. All the girls want him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I want him too. You know? Yeah, I mean, okay. I wouldn't be opposed. Um. Uh, next, let's do Mickey Mouse, one of the <laughs> the most powerful people in the entire world. 
Let's go. Mickey's badass in these games, yeah, though. Is. You know what I mean? I love so, his Mickey's intro so. in 2, where he comes down and, like, uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are, like, surrounded by Heartless, and he jumps off the roof, and he, like, slashes through him, and you just see his ears poking out of that. He's got that fucking hood on to try to hide his identity, but it's like, dude, we know, we know you're Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Who else would you be, man? Uh... But yeah, it's interesting how much of a character they make out of Mickey Mouse in these games. He's very like serious. King Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's King Mickey. He's very uh you know, he's serious. He's trying to get shit done. He's the he's the get shit done guy in these games, you know. Yeah, he's also the mentor to our boy Riku. Yeah, yeah, he's mentor to Riku. Uh yeah, I don't know. I'd put him in A, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of where I was feeling. I don't know if he's S as much as I like him. Sure. Do you think he's better than Sora? I would say no. No, yeah. Uh, Sora, we also just get more. Um, do you want to do Mini? Mini's even less. Nah, yeah, we don't have to do Mini. Um, what about Daisy? Even less as nah, well. Nah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do characters like that. Okay. Uh, now we're going to do the squad here. Okay. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, do, uh, do Birth by Sleep Squad. No, 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 no. What do you mean? Our squad first. Oh, you Donald and Goofy? Yeah. Oh, do Donald. Okay, Donald first. Where does Donald go? Donald's great, man. He's a little asshole in these games. <laughs> yeah, <long>. he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a little attitude the whole time. It's fucking great. You yeah, know? he always does, of always course. He's questioning everyone. It's like, all right, come on, Donald. Just shut up. Heal me already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, down points for Donald because he always uses the fucking heal when I need him to use something else at the time. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Jesus, Donald. Come on, man. Or, or he'll be like, I need to be healed and he'll use thunder. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking here, Donald? Uh, probably go A with Donald, too. Okay. Um, okay. We'll do him behind Mickey, though. Okay. That's cool. Um, Excuse me. Uh, what about um, Goofy? Goofy's great too in these games, man. Gorsh, Connor. Gorsh. Ernie gets hit in the head on a rock, and you think you think he's fucking <laughs> he's dead. just dead. <laughs> <laughs> they go on so long too, making you think Goofy just died. <laughs> you think he's it's dead like, for? It's like so two long. hours. You're like, the Goofy just fucking died. He got hit in the head on a rock. Goofy. They literally just killed Goofy with a headshot. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Donald's pissed too the whole time, you know. <laughs> but yeah, he's great. He's your uh, your lovable companion in these games, and he's Sora's best friend. And uh, yeah, it's it, it, he's lovely. Um, Is he better than Donald? No, I don't think so. Either. Yeah, put him in B. Oh, you think you think that puts him down to B? Okay, yeah. sure. We'll put him at top of B. Okay, put him at top of B. Um, should we do? Okay, so what about this trio here? If you tell me if you want to do them because they're they're characters but not huge. Uh, Jiminy, uh, Dale, and um, Chip. Yeah, I wouldn't do any of them. Okay. Yeah. Give them a shout out though. Chip, yeah, Dale, and Jiminy, yeah. the homies. Yeah. The homies. Um. Okay. What about the Final Fantasy crew here? Mm. Do them. I don't know so, how much I'd do of them either. I mean, you got yeah. That's what I'm gonna ask. We have Squall, um, Aerith, uh, Yuffie, Sid, uh, and then we also have um, Cloud and Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do them either. There's too many like any main them? characters I would focus on before okay. like ranking all these guys, you know. Okay. Plus okay. they're not in I... three, which was the biggest disappointment of that game. I know that that Horrible. is honestly is like we need we need to bring them back. Horrible. Um. Okay. Let me look here. 
You tell me if there's any random Disney characters you want to do. Like, do you want to do... Yeah, um... there isn't a lot of Disney characters I would pick from, except Maleficent. Maleficent is a mainstead character in these games. Okay, or well, the one I was going to throw is Hercules. Eh, I wouldn't put Hercules in there either. Okay, I'm yeah. just asking. Because, um, you know, they have a bunch of them. I would so. do Maleficent and Pete. Uh, yeah, I don't. I haven't seen them yet. I'm probably here somewhere. I would do them, and then I would do the main trios, of course. Where is Maleficent and Pete? Um, okay, here's Maleficent. I'm trying to find. I'm gonna while, while we talk about that, I'm gonna find Pete. So okay. what about Maleficent? Maleficent's pretty good in these games, actually. I don't remember her mm -hmm. movie quite well with uh, Sleeping Beauty. I don't remember if she's liking it, great but she's she's a really great antagonist in these games, especially the first game. Man, she's evil. I mean, she seems like she might be the main one of the whole franchise at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, it's getting there at this point. She did. Well, I guess spoilers. It was funny for too. Three. Well, dude, three was just like an entire. She didn't even do anything in three. Three felt like a build up for her character to come up in the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah, and hundred uh, percent. Yeah, it, it, it was honestly very odd when I played through three that she like didn't really have much to do. But I do think she is almost the main antagonist throughout these whole games, except uh, you know, obviously Zaynort had his whole saga, but uh. He was just a pawn <laughs> for Maleficent's plan. You yeah. Know what I mean? uh, yeah, I'd put her in A. Okay. Put I think she's a, a great villain. Uh, okay, really sure. Where, where in A? What do we have top A? Sora? Uh, we have Sora top of it. I'd put her right below that. Yeah, I was going to say, I like Sora better than... Um, I can't find Pete in this one either. Okay, cool, because um, Pete's a C. We... I, can, I can just put him there right We could just now. put Pete at C, sure. Pete's fine. He's, he's kind of fun. the 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 brute kind of character. I mean, character. he's uh, Maleficent's uh, idiot. You know what I mean? His, his, her her idiot henchman. You know what I mean? That's that's all he's there for. And and his he has some really fun stuff with like his past with Mickey, Donald, and Goofy that gets brought up in two, especially. And that type of stuff's fun. Annoying boss fights with Pete, but uh, yeah, he's just always got to be there. You know, all of a sudden you're in yeah. fucking the hell world, the hell part, and Hercules and Pete's there. It's like, what are you doing here, bro? Go home. Uh, I guess, yeah, then uh, before we get to a lot of those other villains, um, do you want to do the Birth by Sleep trio? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm looking. I don't... They're not here. I don't... Like I, yeah, I don't see them here at all. Okay, well, Birth by Sleep trio is uh, Ventus, Aqua, and Terra. Ventus Aqua Terra. So they're all uh, fucking ass, bro. They're all great characters, man. We, we're gonna have to put them in here. They all are ass. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Ventus might be the one to drop to A for me. Okay, I could I could agree with that for sure. But Ventus um, still, I think Ventus is still a better character than Sora. I think there's a lot more depth with Ventus too, especially when you get into like what happens after Birth by Sleep. And yeah, stuff I like would that. argue Ventus is just slightly below. Okay. I'm fine with that. For me, for just sure. for me. Um, but that's the I, that's just because I like I do like Sora. Um, okay. I don't love Sora, but I like Sora. Um, uh, what about next? Who do you want to do? Terra um, and Aqua, kind of. Terra and Aqua both ask. Go sure. together with a lot of stuff because uh, just the stuff with their the story and stuff like that. Yeah, and their story yeah. is very connected. And uh, but I think Aqua's great, man. Aqua is a great protagonist. And uh, Aqua's my favorite character. character. I would put Aqua above Riku. Yeah, I'd put Aqua at number two, but uh, you know, we put her wherever. But uh, yeah, sure. Aqua's Aqua's a great character, man. And then I'd put Terra right below that. Yeah, I'd put Terra <clears throat> at number three, then Riku, and then Aqua at number one. 
but we could do a re. I could. I could be okay with Riku being above Aqua. Okay, let's go eat but... Riku one, then Aqua two, okay. and Terra three. Uh, then what about Yin Sid? Should we do Yin Sid? No. Okay. I just saw saw him. I didn't know if you want to do. Him. Uh, so you want to start doing some villains now? Sure. Got like uh. Or hold on. I gotta get my boy. Roxas, bro. Oh yeah, we're forgetting about Roxas' crew, bro. Uh, Come on, Roxas, Axel, and uh, what the fuck's the girl's name? Um, uh, Sheena. Sheena. It's funny because everyone forgets her. Yeah, <laughs> like she... literally in the game, the plot is people forget her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see right yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you right got to do let that whole find... crew next, I think. Yeah, but yeah. Let me find Axel next. There he is. Okay, so we'll do Roxas, um, Shino, and um, Axel. Roxas is great. Rox Roxas is better than Renthus and Sora. Yeah, for yeah. sure, 100%. Uh, yeah, a lot of death. Roxas is my boy. Roxas That's is my boy. like the saddest fucking story, <laughs> it's too. It's depressing. It's, it's so sad, bro. It's so it's depressing. It's so sad. <laughs> he just gets forgotten about. He's literally no one. Like, he's literally not supposed to exist, and people just forget about yeah. him. It's just like, man, he's such a great character, though, too. But they did officially bring him alive somehow in 3. I can't remember how exactly. Uh, They put him into, like, a random, like, clone body, body thing yeah, like yeah, a clone yeah, body yeah. and then he it. became okay. a real boy and now they're all actually alive which is cool can't wait to see how that actually continues but uh yeah i'd put him in s for sure for sure i put I him one above Terra. Than, i was gonna say i think he's better than Terra. i personally i honestly i might like him better than riku wow but, um it is and i roxas is my boy i would go um, riku aqua roxas okay so yeah, okay, that's fine. I, I will I will concede to putting him behind Riku, but Roxas, I, I like Roxas a lot. Yeah, great character. Um, what about Shiho? Who? Oh, Shion. Or Shion. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Shion. 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 No, whatever. Shiho. Shion. She's great too, man. You don't get a lot of her. You know, you get. No, like, I wanted more. Yeah, I mean, obviously, she's one of the main characters in uh, three fifty five over two. The most underrated. Kingdom Hearts game. It really is, man. I played that on DS. <laughs> that was a good game back then. You know what I mean? Now it's just uh, you have to play it in cutscenes. I've always wanted them to like kind of remake that and like make it a full game on, on consoles somehow. You know, that would be a lot of work, but I I'd love to see that. But yeah, it's a great game. You get majority of her there, and then you just get hints of her until three, and then you get mm -hmm. a good amount of her in three. Still not enough. I would like another spinoff game with this trio, if I'm being honest. Like, I could I totally want to use to that. Yeah. I'm really disappointed they haven't done another. I like I was expecting a Switch spinoff game at some point this generation for sure. I thought that was a lock, you know, but they just uh, they never ended up pulling the trigger, and it seems like we're just heading straight to four now, which I guess is cool. But uh, I guess give us another big game, right? Yeah, I mean that's cool, but it's like I don't know. I like my random spinoffs here too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is she but, yeah. Than... So what I'm where I'm looking is B. B. Is she better okay. than Kyrie? I think I like Kyrie more. As much as I think we got more Shion yeah. than Kyrie, I like Kyrie a little bit more. Yeah, she she again, it's just not enough time with, with Shion. It, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with one below Kyrie. She is Kyrie's okay. nobody too, so. Uh no. Isn't she? No. What was she? Was she Sora's nobody? No, she there is a Kyrie connection, but yeah. we can do her nobody. I forget the nobody's. Who's Kyrie's name. nobody? 
It's the one from Chain of Memories. Which one? The the blonde the blonde girl from Chain of Memories. Oh, uh, I don't remember no, her name. Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not like Naomi or no, Nami. You're right, you're right. Nami. Right. I forget what Shion is exactly. He was like a. She's a, somehow connected to Sora and Kyrie though. Yeah, there there is a connection there. I forget exactly. I don't know. Though. I'm gonna have to go freshen up on my Kingdom Hearts lore. I'm uh, sorry. So you do you want to do Nami then, real quick? Yeah, while we yeah. Have, Nami. We're talking I mean, about her, she's the, really good too. Uh, I really like her. She's the best. One of the best parts of Chain of Memories. Yeah, yeah. She's great too as well. Um, I put her bottom A. I think. Behind Donald. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then what about the homie? Axel, baby. Axel's fucking great, bro. Dude, Axel's great. Play at the end. He's like, yeah. Oh go. my god, when he gets the <laughs> keyblade, it's such a hype moment. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome boss fights too. I love the one in two in the beginning of two. Like, let's mm-hmm. the fire all around you and stuff. That one's really fun. Another tragic character. A lot of tragic characters in this fucking series. Yeah, that's but, that. Uh, I mean, that's the whole series. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, Axel's, Axel's great. He's so cool. I put him in ass for sure. Go bottom ass. I mean, honestly, even all the way up to Sora and 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 spoilers, his death, like even Sora, like yeah, tragic. Yeah, he did die. Yeah, yeah. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. Oh yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. Should we do um Ansel? No. Okay. What what was this red version? I forget this one. The red version of what? Of Ansel. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. You remember the red one? He had like the ma- mask on. Was that oh. was the version of him before he reveals himself? Is that yeah, what it was? yeah, and that's and he looks like Sora when he uh, has the mask off, right? No, not that one. Not it, that he's one. wearing like red with like, and he has like a, a thing on. It's a different. It's a different. Oh, that's um. Is that like Ansel? the main scientist? That's a yeah, yeah. A- isn't yeah, his yeah. name not Ansel? No, I think it's Ants. Isn't it Ansel? Ansem, that's yeah, what it is. It's Ansem, but that's like the real Ansem. See, then, right. then Ansem got because he died, and then he got split into a heartless and a nobody. The heartless version yes. is Ansem, the main antagonist one, and then you the nobody is um. You don't really get a lot of him besides in two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even uh, those main villains, I would I would just do Xehanort now because really all these are Xehanort. Yeah, I really like the. There's a lot of Organization 13 members that I really like too, but we're not. Yeah. I don't want to sit here and do all those. For some reason, they have the Roxas uh, version on here as well. Like, why is there two different versions of Roxas? There's uh, probably some weird lore reason. Yeah, I'm trying to find him. I don't see the bald Xanord here. Yeah, that's like the main antagonist there with all yeah. the things. We could just do him. Okay. I think he's a good protagonist. I think he got very confusing in th- or antagonist, but he got very confusing in three. I mean, it's really where you get most of him. Yeah. Well, you get a lot in uh, Dream Drop Distance, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's where... Bird by Sleep, actually. Bird yeah, by Sleep, you get a fuck say, ton of him, too. Yeah. You get a decent amount there. That's like setting him up, though. Yeah. It's mostly in 3 is when you kind of get his plans. and. Yeah, actually, uh, Dream Drop Distance is more young Xehanort, who's also a very good character. I would actually say he's better than uh, the main Xehanort that we get. Yeah. But they're all yeah, the same yeah. person. Um... Yeah, it's just his his motivations just end up getting very confusing. And it's like harder to put together. I don't know. I'd put him B, I guess. Bottom of B. Yeah. 
That's fine. I like Sheon better. Yeah. Uh, personally. Yeah. Shout out to um, Spock though. He's dead now, but uh. Which one? The dude that voices him, the, the Spock. Oh. Yeah, yeah, um. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, rest, rest in peace, peace Leonard yeah. Nimoy. Of course. And I'd say we'd wrap it up there because that's kind of like the main. Sure. Crew. I mean, you're still missing like a there's few a lot. There's a lot like of really cool characters. Yeah, Ansem. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. scientist Ansem. There's a lot of fucking characters in this series, though. Yeah. I mean, I said we didn't really do any of the Disney. Characters. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, we could or be Cloud. here all day. Like, you want to do all organization thirteen? Like, we'll be here all. Yeah, day. we didn't do you any organization thirteen. We'll, we'll, we'll be here all. Excellent. And there's two organization thirteen, so it's like okay, great. <laughs> uh, but anyways. That's going to do it for the Nerdcast Podcast, episode 153. Thank you so much for watching. Please remember to subscribe to us over at youtube.com slash nerdicgods. You can also find us on all audio platforms. Daniel, anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah, next week, cross our fingers, we should be doing our Game of the Year oh, yeah. episode. It's supposed to be this week. Um, Sims had to delay. supposed to be this week. Yeah, Sims has had to delay it again, um, but we will be doing it. We, we plan on doing it next week. Totally. At this point, we'll just push it to the end of 2023, and then we'll mix in the two. You know what I mean? No, we're not doing <laughs> that. No way. That'll be fun. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.